This is Philly Sports with Giovanni. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Blitz is coming, Hurts sees it, gets rid of it, it's caught for the touchdown! Here's your host, Giovanni Hamilton. Hey guys, welcome back to the Giovanni Show. Today we have on Logan Thomas. What's up, man? What's up, Gio? How you doing, brother? Really, really great. Really excited to have you on today. Um, really excited to ask you a few questions. Um, thank you so much for sparing some of your time, and thank you for the com- thank you to the Commanders for setting this up. Um, yeah, man, I'm really excited. Absolutely, anytime. So uh, I wanted to know. Uh, what was it like last season, not only playing with the talent of Carson Wentz, but also Taylor Heineke? Um, it was a it was a different year, man. Going into the season, knowing that we had uh, had Carson um, as the starting quarterback, man, we felt really good about it. He uh, he can make every throw. Super talented, great dude, and uh, so I loved it. But him hurting his hand, and then going back to Taylor, which I've been a been a good friend of his for a long time now. It feels like and uh one of my best friends it was, it was cool having both of them the dynamic between the two uh they're both very different humans but uh awesome people was it easy to convert from catching passes from one of them to catching passes from another uh so Carson has a little bit more pop on his ball got a little bit more spin uh so Carson's ball was a little harder to catch just because it was heavier uh Taylor threw a little bit softer so uh yeah it was definitely different but you know, as a professional, you got to get used to it and, and get out there and go. For sure. So you going from quarterback to the tight end position, uh, was that challenging for you uh, to go from uh, being a quarterback to going to being a tight end and still performing at such a high level and being successful? Absolutely. Uh Thankfully, God blessed me with a, a good size and speed, so I was able to make the transition seamlessly in that area, but that had changed my body from what is notoriously a quarterback body to a body of a guy that has to run and catch and, and block big guys. And um, so, yeah, that was the hardest part was just getting getting into the right shape and then, uh, you know, getting used to blocking guys that are bigger than I am. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because that, that's got to be scary, you know, like having the O-line in front of you, like not taking those hits to being one of the guys that's protecting uh, the quarterback. So it's got to be a tough transition, but obviously you've uh, you've made the transition very well. Um, so you've overcame so many tough injuries in your career um, that that obviously comes with playing in the NFL at the highest stage. Um, how have you mentally overcame some of those injuries? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me is my my trust and belief in God uh, to pull me through it. Secondly, uh, I got an amazing family that's had my back in every single step of the way. Uh, I got five sons. So, you know, while I was injured, they kind of picked up some of the slack that I had. Uh, my wife, Brandy, is incredible. She is uh she, she holds the fort down on the day-to-day basis. And, you know, I'm just her supplement. I try to take I try to take as much off of her plate as I can when the time comes. But um, but those two things, uh, obviously, I couldn't have done any either of it without them. And I was very thankful for the two of them. 
Right, and that that's the best part. I'm going through uh stuff with my uh left knee actually right now. Uh, I had knee surgery two weeks ago, and then I have to have emergency surgery uh this upcoming Wednesday because it didn't heal properly. But man, the support system of my family just having that by your side, waking up, just knowing that you're in God's hands, can't beat it, man. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. Yeah. So how excited are you to have some of these new rookies in the locker room? And what has the atmosphere kind of been like in the locker room? It's been really good. Uh, they come in with the same stride as you almost expect them to be a little bit nervous in the first couple of days. Then they'll catch on and they'll start having an understanding of, like, you know, there are certain groups. So they'll hang out their position group a little bit more. And then, you know, the other guys will get a, get in on them a little bit and, um, that's how you start building team with the rookies. But I didn't get a rookie in my room this year, so it's unfortunate. But they gave me three last year, so that was cool. Yeah, the three last year was pretty crazy. Um, if you had one message to the Commanders fan base, what would that be going into the 2023 season? Uh, I just want to say I want you all to show up to the games. you got a different vibe, got a different team, um, got a bunch of great athletes, a bunch of great people. Um, that are, are ready to go out there and perform uh, and give you guys what you want. And uh, we're excited to get the season kicked off. Uh, we think we got something special. Uh, obviously, our division is probably the top division in football, one of the top divisions in football right now. But uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, every week we got a, a tough challenge and uh, we need their support. Man, I hope that you guys uh, come out and Sam Howell comes out swinging the ball um, really rooting for you guys, even though I'm an Eagles fan. Really excited to see uh, you guys compete with us. Um, it, it's going to be a great year, I think, for you guys. Um, talking about Sam Howell, though, how are you? Uh, how excited are you to be playing with a guy like him? Uh, it's awesome, man. Uh, getting to know him last year was a blast. Uh, just getting to know him as a person, and then him coming in week 18, playing the way he did. Uh, I think that gave him supreme confidence, and I think it gave all of us supreme confidence in him. And so far through OTAs, he's been playing really, really well. Uh, guy can make every throw. Uh, he's got a little bit of a swagger about him that um, is different than anybody we've had in the building. So I'm excited to really get going with Sam. And plus, he's an ACC guy like myself, so uh, always got love for those guys. Yeah, I've noticed that about him. He's got that kind of chip on his shoulder that every good quarterback needs. So I think he can carry this team uh, through the thick and thin. So I'm really excited to see him develop as a player with this entire team, especially having guys at wide receiver like Terry McLaurin. Like, man, you can't beat that. You can't. No, it's, it's nice having somebody that you can trust in out there that you know is going to win on a day-to-day -day basis. For sure. Um, if you weren't playing football, what would you be doing right now? At the current second? Yeah. Um, I'd probably try to get on the golf course somewhere. I'm a golf enthusiast. I enjoy it. I love playing golf um, when I have time to play. But uh, right now, I just enjoy spending time with my kids, getting them ready to play their sports. Uh, they start up football again in the spring. But, uh, you know, just getting them on track, getting them ready to go. And uh, my job as a dad is to have them prepared for what the world has to offer. Man, every single football player that I've ever met loves golf. But one thing that's funny about Carson Wentz, um, I actually went to one of his galas a few months ago, and rumor has it that the guy buys a new putter 
if he doesn't win his golf matches. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny, but uh, uh, yeah, man, golf. It kind of well, so golf such a competition sport. It's the only sport that you can't perfect. I feel like like yeah. you're gonna always be striving to be better. There's always something you can do better, even if you play great. It's something yeah. that you can do better, and as a you know a competitor, that's what you love about it. Yeah, and some days you'll go out there and you're like, I feel really good about this, and then other days you'll go out and you're like. I don't know where my skills went. <laughs> 100% agree to that. Yeah. So uh, if you had one superpower, what would that be? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I think mine would be flight, just simply because it's something that you can get to and from very easily, very efficiently, um, or teleportation. I mean, I guess they go hand in hand. Uh, the amount of time that I spend traveling uh, to and from either my house to to work or from my house to wherever I'm going to vacation to, I would rather do it a whole lot faster than what I do it with right now. And you you could use both of those in football. You know, you fly oh, up yes. the ball or you teleport and catch it. You know, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. You could, it would be it'd be the supreme power for sure. <laughs> right. Um, What's one non-football related or golf related thing that you like to do? Uh, I enjoy video games. Um, it's a nice little escape. It lets me escape um, like the day-to-day -day reality. It lets you kind of reset your brain, lets you uh, take a little bit of load off. And so I, I enjoy it. Um, but I'm a, more so I'm a people person. I like to talk. Uh, and I enjoy getting to know people and understand people and what makes them tick. You're speaking my language. I love playing video games. What's your favorite game? Uh, so Call of Duty before they got rid of the good maps, man. Like I've been a Call of Duty guy my entire life. They got rid of Rebirth. Um, that that whole sequencing, I I haven't touched it since. You can't even get me started on that. <laughs> Old Rebirth Island was the best, and now no they completely ruined it. Completely. They Supposedly they're supposed to be bringing it back. Supposedly. <laughs> They let me down so bad. It was it was so bad. Um, so what player do you model your game after? Um, there's not really one person that I model my game after. Uh, as a tight end, there's a there's a nice collective of different people. But I've always said I'm I'm more of an Antonio Gates, Jason Witten mold uh, than I am anybody else. Uh, Antonio Gates, just the way he uses his body to get open, um, got a little quick twitch ability. And then Jason Witten, he just makes every catch look easy, whether it's hard or not. And um, just the way he's able to be physical in the run game, too. So uh, those two guys, they might not be the most flashy or the one you would expect to hear, but those two guys are, are definitely special in their own in their own right. Who was your favorite player to watch growing up? Randy Moss. Randy? Uh, yeah, that dude. There's nobody like Randy Moss, man. Man, he's I love Randy. Randy. He's the best. I've had the opportunity to talk to him, and he is one of the most interesting people you are you will ever talk to. That's awesome. It's always a great conversation with him. Um, one last question for you is: with my podcast, I try to uh, raise awareness to anti-bullying and uh, spread the word of that uh, as much as possible. So, uh, how do you think that we can change? bullying not only for children but for adults because you go on social media and you see a lot of adults uh bullying or being bullied um because you can say anything through twitter or instagram 
Um, how do you think that we can change that in your opinion? Uh, I think it's, it's easy to say how to do it, but it's hard to do it. You show love, not hate. And if you decide that, hey, I'm going to send this hateful text or tweet towards somebody and just say, man, let me change this up and make it love. It will change your everyday dynamic. It will change the dynamic of the way the people that receive the text and it'll change your heart internally. So you're going to be looking for those chances of love. And um, and having kids, I see those those things every single day. Now, brothers, they bicker like anybody bickers. Like, I'm like man, would you just show your brother love? And I think it translates into the everyday life. And um, I try to I try to do that on my everyday life. I don't like to talk down on people. I like to build them up. For sure. And you say that about brothers bickering. Me and my brother, who's uh, about to go into the army in six weeks, I'm gonna miss him a lot. But me and him are always bickering. But at the end of the day, we love each other. So it's one of those things where it's like it. A brother's love will never be uh, tainted by the bickering, the everyday to day bickering. You're wise beyond your years, bud. You're wise beyond your years. I really do appreciate that. Thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Giovanni Show. Today we have on a familiar face, wide receiver outside of Penn State. He had a great rookie year last year, Jahan Dotson. What's up, man? What up, man? (laughs) Hey, I'm super excited to have you on. Um, I loved watching you last year just ball out. You had a crazy season. Um, I knew you were a stud straight from the get-go. Um, I think I actually watched you play at Penn State a few years ago with uh, Sean Clifford, my guy. So really yeah. excited to, uh, to to have the opportunity to talk to you. Really excited. Yes, yeah, sir. We go chop it up, man. I'm, 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 I'm really excited for this opportunity and, and looking to get, get to know you a little bit. And uh have fun on this podcast. Yes, sir. So last year you got to uh, catch bombs from not only Carson Wentz, but Taylor Heineke. What was that like? And what uh, was it hard to adapt to the different throwing techniques from each quarterback? Yeah. So, you know, being able to work with two extremely good quarterbacks, that was, that was a plus for me, you know, uh, two great minds, guys who have done it at this level, at a really high level, you know, Carson, um, you know, all the accomplishments that he's, he's had, uh, probably could have been an MVP in this league, um, crazy arm talent, you know, it was, it was really cool just learning from him and getting to build a relationship with him. And then Heineke, you know, he, he's, he's a player's guy. That's our guy. Um, and you know, just, just being able to go out and, and fight with him, you see how he lays it all on the line every time he goes out there and you, you kind of just want to do the same for him. So I, when I, when you when people ask me like what was the difference between catching from them two like did you have to adjust you know like a receiver's job is to make it easy for the quarterbacks so you know I I I just knew in the back of my head if I get to the right spot be on time um, and make sure that I'm I'm open and, and getting rid of my defender that it was gonna make the job easy for the quarterbacks they could put it anywhere in the vicinity and I was gonna go get it. I was just talking to Logan Thomas, too, and he said that uh, Carson throws the ball a little bit harder than Heineke does. Is that true? That is, that is for sure true. Carson has a cannon on his arm, uh, for sure. He he throws a 100-mile-per-hour fastball, um, and he, he probably can throw it about 75 yards, too. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
So what has it been like working with Sam Howell and uh, how excited are you to be able to work with him and the new rookies and what's the atmosphere kind of been like in the locker room? Yeah. You know, the thing about Sam is he's kind of a mix of the last two that we had, you know, he has the crazy insane arm talent, like, like Carson, who's able to make 50, 60 yard throws down the field, able to make any throw on the field, really make it look easy too. And then he has that, that mobile sense of like Taylor Heineke, you know, he's able to get out of the pocket, scramble and create plays with his feet. So I'm really excited for the opportunity just to be able to work with him, uh, learn with him through this journey of having our new OC um, and, and pretty much just make plays on Sundays. Yeah. Uh, I was also told that he kind of has a swagger to him. Yeah. He kind of has a chip on his shoulder, that chip that every good leader needs. So really excited to see him develop with the team. Uh, you and Terry McLaurin and guys like that. He's surrounded by really good guys, so I'm excited to see this team develop, man. Yes, sir. We we got a lot of pieces, man. We just got to put it together. We just got to trust in the process and, and put in the work, man. It's all going to pay off for us. Yes, sir. So uh, you started off your rookie year incredibly good, uh, but then you had an un- unfortunate injury. Um, how did you mentally overcome that? Yeah, you know, that that was really tough for me because it was it was one of the first times that I had to be taken away from the game. You know, I had to sit back on the sideline and, and really just think about getting back onto the field, working my way back onto the field. And, you know, I, I was in a new atmosphere, so I had to work my way back into the system. Um, I wasn't really established out. Yeah, I was making plays, but I wasn't established. I wasn't a household name. So kind of just working my way back in, onto the field was the big thing for me. And I knew that once I got back, you know, I wasn't I was never going to be back on the sidelines. You know, I, I was going to make sure I did everything possible that I was able to just stay healthy um, and just stay on the field. And because I know if I give my chance to stay, I give my, myself a chance to stay on the field, I'm going to make plays. Uh, it's just who I am. Um, it's just how I'm wired. I know I'm going to make make plays for the team. So uh, I just knew I had to I had to get back on the field and, and take care of my body. For sure. I love that, too. You said that you you getting back on the field, you're going to make plays. Always yeah. better than yourself. Love that. Um, <laughs> what has it been like going from playing under Coach Franklin to playing under Coach Rivera? Yeah, uh, it's been pretty cool. You know, Coach Franklin has – he truly helped me just mold me into being ready for, for the moment that I'm in now, you know, playing in the wow. NFL, taking care of yourself, um, taking care of your body. Uh, different different little things that, you know, in college you think are, are a hassle, but at the end of the day they really pay off, and he really knew what he was talking about. And Coach Rivera, you know, he, he's a he's a team guy. He's a player's guy. Uh, he's always looking out for us, but he's always pushing us to to be great. And that's the exact, exact same thing that Coach Franklin did. So I, I see that the leadership that they, they both – they carry that leadership characteristic in both of them, and, you know, they're, they're just willing to do everything to win. Yeah. Uh, what is your message as Jahan Dotson, the commander's star wide receiver, going into the 2023 season for the NFC East this year? What is your message for them? Yeah, uh, we, we get to see both, all, all three of those teams twice a year. You know, it's going to be some tough battles, but, you know, we, we're, we're ready. We're, we're ready for all the smoke. You know, we can't wait for it. Um, we, we go put – 
put on a lot of points on the field, uh, make a lot of big plays, and we got some guys over here in D.C. that, that are hungry, man. We, we, we can't wait. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. Uh, I'm an Eagles fan, but I just <laughs> have so much respect for you guys. Um, really excited to see uh, uh, you guys perform this year because the the guys that I've been able to talk to so far, man, I I think you guys have a special group, and yeah. I'm excited to see it on the field week one. Yes, sir. Me too. I I think we got a special group as well. Uh, we just got to put it all together. Yes, sir. What is your message for uh, Commanders fans out there? It's gonna be an exciting year, man. Uh, we just, we gotta we gotta get the fan base back going. Uh, we I know back in the '90s we had one of the best fan bases in in, in the entire NFL. We gotta get that back going. We gotta fill FedEx Stadium, and we we, we go we gonna make it happen on the field. We gotta get them out there, get them supporting us. Uh, it's gonna be an exciting year. Yeah, I I think that. Um... Week one is just going to be a breakout week, and then, like, yeah. week two, it'll be packed. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, what player do you think that you model your game after the most? Um. See, that, that that's so hard because I feel like – I feel like my game is just, like – I don't know. I never really, like, looked up to any different receivers or anything like that. You know, I just kind of – I kind of take things from from everyone, and I try to implement it in my game. So I I, I grew up watching guys like Keenan Allen, uh, Des Bryant. Like Keenan Allen, he his route savviness is is insane. The way he can he can run any single route on the football field, and guys like Des Bryant, you know, going up and attacking the ball in the air and taking it away from defenders. Uh, so it's just little things that I try to implement in my game from from everyone everyone that I've watched growing up. Yeah, for sure. And uh, if you weren't playing football, what would you be doing right now for a career? I'd probably be a professional freaking video gamer. <laughs> sure, What's your man. favorite game? Oh, right now I go through phases. So right now I'm, I'm playing MLB The Show. Uh, it, it's been taking up all my time. And, yeah, I got – Anyone who wants to challenge me in the in the league, you know, I, I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for challengers. Uh, literally anyone. So, <laughs> I, I see I see guys all the time on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, shout out Darius Slay. I I be seeing his videos, you know, but I don't I don't think he can mess with me in the MLB. Honestly, um, it is free smoke though. You know, I, I'm ready for whoever. <laughs> hey, if you've seen Darius Slay in 2K, he is always eating it up in there in the right. <laughs> crazy <laughs> him on twitch is just crazy um he yeah. also i seen him do like grand theft auto role play and just yeah. I, I know there's a lot of guys from the eagles that do the the gta role play and yeah um, man it's just the the league coming together um playing games together too like outside of football just makes it so much better so yeah it's fun for sure um so one last question for you is, so on my podcast, my goal is to raise awareness to anti-bullying because you see it in your everyday to day life uh, when you're scrolling through Twitter or Instagram. Um, what, in your perspective, how can we change bullying, not only for children, but for adults? Because adults are 
bullying people and being bullied at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, it's a serious issue um, in our society today, you know, and and all I, I really say to that is like, you never know what someone's going through. Truly, like you, you people are fighting their own battles every single day. And there, there's just like no need to to bring on even more to that, you know, like you truly don't know what people are going through in life day to day. So, uh, you know, just just treat people how you want to be treated. It's something that we were all taught as as young kids, you know. Uh, always treat people how you want to be treated and treat people with respect. Um, and it, it's as simple as just saying hi to people, holding the door for people. Um, it, it creates a better environment and better society. Um, and we, we, we don't have issues like, like bullying, you know. So that, that's pretty much what I say to it. Yeah, for sure. I love that, man. Thank you so much for giving me some of your time today to come on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Um, Fellow Penn State guy, now in Washington, division rival, but uh, <laughs> really loved getting the opportunity to talk to you, and uh, maybe we'll have to chop it up again after the season. Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me on, man. We, we go get together again. Yes, sir.